Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Blue Magic, that's a brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it. They know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills. <laughs> what I'm talking about is when you chop my dough down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement. You understand what I'm saying? Hey y'all, it's your girl D. Scott. I am here, and it is uh, Tell the Truth Tuesday, April 26, 2016. So first I have to acknowledge that uh, yesterday was not a good day, and I was actually originally going to um, play all Prince yesterday, you know, just no words, just really Prince, and acknowledge my mother, Sherry's death, because yesterday it was three years, but through a series of events, and hopefully some breakthroughs, I was unable to do that yesterday because when I'm in a bad place, it's like these dates, like November 17th, that's the day my father passed. But it's also an anniversary date, which if you read my book, Stay in Your Lane, A Diary of a Hot Mouth, you would know what happened on November 17th as well. So we get the news, Prince passed, and I'm thinking this is going to be a terrible weekend because – you know what I mean? He was around the same age when my mom passed, which when you hear 57, you know that that's young. So hold on. People are, she was 57, wasn't she? So she was 50. So she was 55 when she passed. 54. Yeah, she was 55 when she passed. So that's young, right? So... You look at, no, she couldn't be 55, because I'm 41. I'll be 41. So, yeah, she was 57. You know Ma be lying about her age. <laughs> she would be 60 this year, exactly. So she was 57 when she passed. So that kind of was hurtful. And then you start to see your whole childhood go out the tubes. You know, when I was little, I mean little, I'm talking seven, eight years old, I remember Purple Rain came out, and I remember my parents were watching it, and we weren't allowed to watch it. I wasn't allowed to watch it. Then as I got older, I realized why, because of the sexual content, the, you know, the the beating, you know, with the father and everything else. And so just like some of you watch 
certain films over and over again. I watched Purple Rain over and over again with my mom. <clears throat> and, um, you know, Vanity just passed a couple months earlier. So it's like all this depth. So it's like your whole childhood is dying. Your mom passed away. And I don't know why, but year three is really difficult for me because the first year I was just in shock. And I was just happy that she wasn't in pain anymore and that she <clears throat> was able to rest. And last year I'd spent the entire year just traveling and doing things that I know that she didn't get to do, my mother, you know, so I went to Kentucky Derby. I went, you know, things that she would have wanted to do because she was raised around horses and all that stuff. So I did Kentucky Derby. I went out to Los Angeles. I saw her half-sister, you know. I went just any little thing that I thought that she would have wanted to do in life, I did. So year three, you're kind of stuck because you're like, well, what the fuck do I do now? I've I've done everything. I started the Sherry Foundation. We're getting ready to go into nonprofit status with that, which will help mentally ill. My goal is to help mentally ill uh, students who cannot sometimes afford the medication that it takes to make them stabilize to be able to continue their studies. However, the trick is is that they would have to already be diagnosed, and no one has come forward to accept any money no one has come for so I'm just going to start delegating and picking people to say this is you know on behalf of the Sherry Foundation so this week was a rough week because my mother's death was coming so I'm going to share some shit with y'all since y'all think that I have it all under control and I really don't so it's no secret that I believe in uh, everything you know I believe in the universe I believe that there's you know, a God, I believe that there's demons, I believe all these things, and so sometimes we need a little bit of help, and so in order for me to finish uh, my first book, I had to go see a Reiki therapist, which is somebody that balances your chakras, and I had to do that because I couldn't get it the fuck together, you know, I just, I could not get it together, like I, I couldn't focus, I couldn't function, and it was the first time that someone had told me that sometimes our parents are our demons, You know, because everyone always wants to talk about the Bible and talk about, you know, yeah, but that's your parents. And and, and really, in in essence, my mother was one of my biggest demons, but she was also one of my biggest fans, if that makes any sense. And um, when you uh, deal with a person like my mother, you, you really do start to believe in the supernatural. You believe that there's no way that certain shit could have happened. I mean, my mom had been brought back from the dead probably about four or five times. So, and I'm talking about dead. So... Um, I made an appointment. There's a movie, and it's called uh, Nobody Dies in Lilydale. And um, it's about a town not far from here. It's about an hour away outside of Fredonia, New York. And um, it's an entire town of psychic mediums. Now, if you know me personally, you know that I'm very careful with my words lately because everything I say starts to come true. You know, like I can't even say some crazy shit because it will literally come true. And um, I said something the other day about somebody because they didn't do an interview with me. And um, I said, it's funny because anybody that's ever crossed me that way and didn't do something that I needed them to do, either their marriages failed, their businesses failed, something failed. So I actually tagged my editor today because it just fell off my, my mouth not even a week ago about this particular person. And so I'm always very careful to do that. And so lately I started watching the series called Salem. 
and it talks about Tichuba, which I had no idea who she was, and I told you guys on another show that someone was like, oh, Tichuba smiles on you. I'm like, who the hell is Tichuba? Who is the black female um, slave girl that actually taught all of Salem, witchcraft, so on and so forth? The only thing I don't like about the particular series is the fact that if you did any studying on Wiccan or witchcraft or anything like that, Satan doesn't have anything to do with nature and with Wiccan, so to speak. So what I don't like about the series is the fact that they're using that. Now, those those elixirs, those potions, all those things, and talking to the moon and chanting and all that stuff, that stuff is real. That stuff really does have an effect. But saying that witches talk to Satan and things like that, that's a very different um, religion, right? So people always think that when they see the pentagram, you know, upside down or right side up, that that's always a sign of the devil, and it is not. You have to do your studies. If you're going to study God, make sure you study all the other religions too or what people deem to be religions, your voodoos, your things like that. So then it would make sense that if you study those things that when you saw Beyonce's Lemonade, and I'm not going to get into that this one, I'm going to give her a whole show next week, trust and believe me, and break down every single piece of symbolism in it. And shout out to... Kalika La, because as you know, if you follow me on Facebook or if you follow me on Instagram, at mess.d.scott, you will know that the gentleman that actually did my um, cover for the book, The Pookie Chronicles, actually was one of the cinematographers in Lemonade. Um, And we'll get to that. So, you know, yesterday, I I always have to contain myself. It's like... um, I can't explain it. It's just it's something that I have to do. So I contained myself in a very nice hotel suite. I brought my son up for him to go swimming. Um, got some very bad news about my son uh, yesterday, something to do with his schooling that I didn't appreciate. That set me off. Um, so I brought my son with me to go swimming. You know, he has very, very severe um, eczema. And, um, I mean, severe, like I'm talking like from head to toe, like itch his face off, the skin off his whole body, like scarred for life, eczema, not like that little shit that you get when you kids, like when the the summertime come, not a heat rash, not heat bumps, nah, full-blown, you know, eczema, it's bad. So there was that incident. Then there was the incidents for the past two weeks I've not been able to get out of bed. Then there's the incident that I've been drinking Bloody Marys and Bach, and I've been having this, like, literal ball in my stomach. And, listen, if I was sexually active, I would think that I was, like, five months pregnant because it's just, it's like this mass in my stomach. It's literally, it's a pit in the bottom of my stomach, and I can't get rid of it. I push on it. It's just so hard, right? And I'm, trust me, I'm, you know, I'm regimented. So, um. The vodka didn't sit well with me, which if you knew my mother, vodka was her drink of choice. And so it's almost like I turned into her for like a week. And then um, I haven't been grocery shopping yet. I did, however, just prepare a bomb-ass chicken couscous and uh, grilled tomatoes for dinner tonight because I'm trying to get back in the swing of things. So I contained myself in a very nice luxury suite, and I decided I want to invite both my brothers, my sister, my sons up there, my stepdad, because every year we have a toast to to our mother. <clears throat> so I had not drank anything. I had not eaten anything. And I always have deals with the universe. Like, okay, 
if I'm asking the universe to show me this, I'm very specific in what I ask because you can't be broad, you know, which is why I don't even ask for a mate anymore. <clears throat> I don't ask for boyfriends. I don't ask for a husband. I don't ask for a mate because it's just it's too much of a broad topic. I just wander the earth as so. So I was very specific in saying what I wanted yesterday, um, and I wanted some chicken. So I called a friend of mine to bring me some goddamn chicken. Originally, I wanted a gyro. I wanted the tzatziki sauce, and I wanted a gyro. But then I thought, I want chicken. Because if you don't know anything about me, I don't fry. I don't know how to fry food. I, I, ever since I got popped with the grease when I was little, I don't even eat regular bacon. We don't eat pork bacon. We eat turkey bacon. Not because of the popping, but I just remember getting popped with fried chicken. So I never cook it. So I purchase it. This is what I do. I can cook, throw down any other southern dish that you like. I just I can't fuck with the fried chicken. I just, I've been popped too many times as a child cooking with my mom. So my friend brings me the fried chicken. We are in the concierge lounge. My brothers, my sister, my stepdad, my son is in the room. He goes to deliver me the chicken. My son obviously slams the door in his face because he doesn't know who that is. And so I get a phone call. Hey, I went, you know, came to bring you a chicken. So I go downstairs <clears throat> and shout out to uh, my friend Ronald at the Sheridan and Patrick at the Sheridan um, here in Niagara Falls because um, they they made sure that my family was taken care of. They shut the doors, you know, locked us in there <clears throat> because I have to be contained or else I'm going to go crazy. So we started with the red wine and the beers. And it's so funny because my brothers don't really drink. My sister drinks a little bit, but my brothers don't drink. My stepdad don't drink. I drink. I'm a red wine girl. So, and champagne and scotch and, you know, tequila sometimes. But, so I, he brings the chicken up. And I go to eat the chicken and I notice that one of my pieces of chicken was eaten. And he says, no, I ate that. And then I thought, like, you disrespectful motherfucker. You couldn't even bring me chicken without putting your filthy little fucking hands and mouth on my chicken. And I would have paid him for the little $5 box of chicken, $7, whatever. And he leaves. And then, of course, I begin to call people, threatening people. Yesterday, I don't recall. Then... I remember going swimming earlier in the day with my son, and then they left, and my editor, Saladin, comes, you know, kind of keep watch. And I remember saying, I want to go swimming. I don't know what it is with me and water, and I'm a moon child, so that, you know, might have something to do with it. But, um, I, you know, I put my bikini back on to go back downstairs to go swimming. The pool's open until 11, because I think in my mind that swimming just cleanses you or it makes you feel better. And so I remember waking up four in the morning, which normally I'm going to sleep at four in the morning, but I haven't, sleep has eluded me for the past two weeks. Like I'll be up till 10 o'clock in the morning from the night before. Just can't sleep because there's something that I have to do and I don't know what the fuck it is. I just, and I'm working, I'm I'm redesigning things, I'm answering emails, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. I just, I can't sleep. So this proves to be particularly hard on me because I need sleep, right? So now I've been almost like in between two worlds where sometimes I dream shit and I don't know if it was real. And this isn't nothing to do with liquor. This has nothing to do with alcohol. It's just I don't know if it was real or, or not. So and normally I don't dream. So next week, scheduled an appointment to go to Lilydale, as we talked about, 
to see a world-renowned medium. She doesn't use cards. She doesn't use tarot. She doesn't use any of that. She speaks to people on the other side. Now, I don't know who's going to come through, and I don't know that you're into that, and some people may say it's a form of satanic whatever, but if you've ever been to a medium, a Reiki or any type of tarot person or a psychic or anything like that, somebody that really knew what they were doing, then you would know that there's no way that they would be able to know these things because you don't go in there and tell them anything. So I'm traveling all the way to Lilydale. It will be next Monday. I will actually probably do a show on that and um, speak on it because I feel like there's something in me that's unsettled, that's not resting. And um, so because I'm unsettled, I can't rest. I can't sleep. And um, I'm up. I'm functioning, but just barely. I have no desire for anything. I have no desire to just be outside at all. No desire to comb my hair, no desire to do anything. So I'm going to see this woman because a friend of mine, you know, that I work with, he went. And, you know, guys are funny because guys are, you know, they either believe in the devil or they believe in God. There's really nothing between most guys. And this particular gentleman, you know, that I have the pleasure of working with, he was just like, he you, to look at him, you would not think that he was, you know, quote, unquote, into that. But when you're in pain, you would be willing to do or to listen to anything or anybody. And you know me, if I hear bullshit, I'm going to call it. But <clears throat> I'm so easy to read because I read too. I don't read like in the sense of like I'm a psychic. No, not at all. But I would like to say that based on patterns, I can tell you what somebody's going to do. I could tell you how they're going to do it. So I don't know if that's clairvoyance or if that's based on patterns because I study people and that's what I do for a living. But you can call it what you want. There are times that I have said shit that, and I'm accepting that, that I've said shit that there's no way that I could have known and freak people to fuck out. So, and I'm not interested in harnessing that. You know, do I uh, play with supernatural things? Yeah. You know, I have a, I have tarot. I don't read for other people. I only read for myself when I, when I don't know what to do. And people say you should go to the Bible. I do go to the Bible, but King James wrote that. And really the only book that's known to man, aside from the Torah, is the Quran that's actually been recited down thousands of years, word by word, from another human, right? So aside from that, I have no interest. I've read the Bible probably six or seven times. So I know everything in it. You know, my favorite book is the book of Job, obviously. And so... um, Sometimes I play with tarot cards because that's what I felt like doing, you know. But what a lot of people don't understand is that when you speak, you're spelling, right? So a lot of people don't want to believe me when I say you have to be careful what you put into the universe because art doesn't always imitate life. Your words come to life, and you have to look at your words as a sense of once they're in the universe, it could take one year, it could take ten years, right? But those words are going to come back to you. So if I say I want somebody dead, Right, and I've told y'all this story before. <clears throat> I'll be very specific with it. This is probably about 20 years ago, and I said, "I hope you get hit by a fucking tractor trailer." And within three days, he did. Not a truck, not a car. No, it was a tractor trailer. And so at that point, that's when I became very afraid and knew like something was wrong. Like, okay, you gotta stop saying shit like that. So. You know, even singing certain things and chanting and things like that, that's all music, right? And so then people like to say, well, you know that Lucifer, when he was an angel, because y'all get that shit confused too, Lucifer, when he was an angel, that was his thing, music, sound, right? So you have to be careful with that. And so 
I would be very foolish to acknowledge that there's God and that there's demons and not acknowledge that there's other things in the universe besides those two things. I mean, our people have been doing this for thousands and thousands and thousands of years in some countries like Haiti and there's certain parts of Dominican Republic with the Santeria and everything else. That's their religion. I believe in God. I believe that if you do unto others and you, you do them right, it's going to come back to you. But sometimes karma takes too long. So I'm not a witch. I'm not, you know, I'm not psychic. I'm not, I just see things sometimes. And all women, all all human beings have this power. You know, it's not like, um, you know, but some of us are a little bit more tuned into it because we're a little bit more open and we accept who we are and what we are in this universe. And so what I am is broken. And so I have to find ways to move forward and I have to find things that distract me and I have to find things that um that make sense to me. And so it makes sense to me to drive an hour away to talk to this woman about, you know, people that have passed on in my life because I know that my mother's happy for me. I know that um, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm just stuck. I just, I can't move forward. You know, it's like I have no energy to do anything. And this year is really bad, you know. So that's where the thrown chicken bones comes from. It comes from... You know, when I woke up this morning and I see chicken bones all over my my hotel room, um, I took my golden chalice, as I call it, my ace of spades cup, and I dump the the wine down the sink, and I go back to bed, you know, housekeeping, knocking on the door, you know, I I didn't feel like getting up. So that's the way I grieve. And so now I have to look at, who was there for me yesterday and who was not. So even though it was just chicken, I appreciate the fact that he came through for that. You know, even though it's my siblings, I appreciate that they came through for that. Even though it's my son and my stepfather, I appreciate they came through for that. I appreciate, you know, Saladin for coming through for that. What I don't appreciate is those that I thought would be there for me that are not. So you have youngin you know, which you want me to be available to you when it's convenient for you, but you're not available to me when I need you. So death to you, and that's what it is. My, you know what I'm saying, you know, when I, you know, talking to my one little friend, apparently the one that I threatened, you know, people keep forgetting that my time is money. And so if I set aside time for you to hang out, right, and you don't do it, then you're just as much dead too. And your career is not going to go anywhere because I said so. And I'm probably going to be right. I, I look forward to him probably being unemployed within the next week or so. I'm sure he'll get picked up somewhere else, but not here. And it's because I think that when I want to show my vulnerability to people, for me, that's a gift. It's like my gift. It's like me saying I'm letting you in, right? And what you choose to do once you're in, if you choose to build or you choose to break, then there has to be a consequence for that. And so at this point, people don't understand. I have mental funerals for motherfuckers every single day, every day. I'm like, oh, fuck that motherfucker. You know, and that's how I deal with things. I'll just cut you off. I don't care. I don't care if you live. I don't care if you die. I don't care anything about it. And I think that that's my defense mechanism is because if it's not living, then it needs to die. So 
you know, I definitely want to thank, you know, Kendra also for making sure that she knows that, yeah, I'm going to give you your time, but we call depression Jackson Hole. <laughs> so if some of you thought that that's where I was, no, that's that's a joke between the two of us. Um, I um, I tried to harness the grief. I tried to get rid of it. I tried to drown it. I tried to jump in the water. I, you know, swam yesterday, my favorite thing to do, and uh, it didn't work, you know, so now I have to go see other powers and other sources and I don't want to hear that God is all I need because God allowed a lot of things to happen, you know, so and no, I do not worship the devil. I don't not at all, not even not even close. But for the first time, like I said, I dumped my red wine down the bathroom sink and it looked very similar to blood and especially the kind of blood that would seep through my long sleeve shirts after I cut myself in an attempt to feel alive. Self mutilation at its finest. This was back in my twelve, thirteen years old, you know. So today I'm drinking coffee. Mhm. Instead of wine, for now. And I'm dedicating this show to my mother, to my childhood perfect man, Prince. Now, next week, make sure you guys tune in as I'm going to try to get myself together, start running again, and start doing different things and functioning. But for now, I'm going to eat something. I haven't really been eating too much all week. I didn't eat very much yesterday. And um, I'm going I'm to go ahead and leave this show with... Um, Adore, and then next week we'll do another Prince tribute. I'll do a Prince tribute every motherfucking day if that's what I feel like fucking doing. But, yeah, I know how I am. And um, I'm going to leave it with Prince. And, you guys, thank you for making me get my ass up and do this show because I wasn't even going to fucking do the show today. But some of y'all inboxed me saying, hey, I was listening for the show last night, and, you know, I just couldn't get it together. But that's what it sounds like.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.